0: Watchers, episode 16, your game's cast for all multi-platform news, discussion, and otherwise worthless banter. I am Joey DeClara. I am joined by Ryan. Yep. And, of course, making his Screen Watchers <laughs> debut, an old friend, the majestic Mario Master, Mark.
1: How's it going? Doing well. 16.
0: Episode 16, yeah. we made it. Did a few episodes. Yeah. So, you, you. You, you, we've, we've been doing it for you and I once embarked on podcast many moons ago yeah we did the uh the illustrious fuster cluck
1: yeah that was just a whole bunch of <laughs> that was a fuster it was a clusterfuck it was a clusterfuck but we clusterfuck. Threw, threw it around we switched it up i almost said it
0: yeah yeah i i've <laughs> found myself multiple times ever since naming that episode like yelling about the traffic being like what the this is such a fucking fuster cluck and Very then realizing cool. oh that's the that's the other word <laughs> it's supposed to be a clusterfuck Anyway, of course, we are a video game podcast. We will every week be discussing the news going about going around this week and mm-hmm. also discussing the games that we've been playing this week. This week we played Overwatch, as Overwatch. well as playing a couple <laughs> of other games And we'll be having a very in depth discussion about <laughs> Overwatch. Thank you, Mark. He's here. And, <laughs> but we are also a podcast of otherwise irrelevant banter like um like Civil War came out this so week. Civil so I, I, I did it. not I did not we see it. We talked about guys it last it. week. Oh we did bit. Well we talked about Winter Soldier and just like
1: yeah.
0: Marvel movies in general. It's but you guys movie. saw Civil War Wars.
1: So no spoilers, really
0: haven't seen it yet, but you guys enjoyed Civil Spider-Man War. Spider
1: Man becomes Obi-Wan Kenobi.
2: Oh fuck. yeah. Well that's a big spoiler. We're really gonna roll that back. <laughs> it's Marvel and Disney now. And so, Star Wars.
0: Big movie though. Good stuff. Yeah, really, really great. Good. Movie. Probably
2: the best superhero movie of all time.
0: Of all I've heard that around that yeah. like it's the best superhero movie. A lot it sounds super hyperbolic.
2: Yeah, I don't it's know, only because that. the none of the other ones were really very good. But That's one, not true. This one is like very good. You didn't good. think Dark Knight was good? Dark Knight
0: was okay. Was pretty fucking amazing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about the Marvel movies. Okay, um, so the Marvel bad. movies. The best I, Marvel movie. I just recently. I think
2: best superhero movie. I just recently
0: finally movie. watched Winter Soldier. Uh, Kerner had, That's a good one. Kerner had said it's the best superhero movie. I would disagree. It was a fantastic one. Uh, but compared to other Marvel movies, which I agree are not that great. I loved Avengers, like the first one. Yeah, I th- I think most of them are entertaining and fun. Right. Iron Man was fucking amazing. I I would right be really Robert crazy Downey Jr. Say that
2: is the of best. Good. Sure, the best of all the characters. I actually like
0: Captain America
1: after Steve Winter Rogers. Soldier, especially. I mean, Chris Evans, yeah. Steve Rogers. Chris this Evans, Captain America it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spoilers. Age of Ultron was like a little bit of hot garbage though.
2: I just watched that in yeah. preparation. And Kevin then-
1: Spacey. Not Kevin Spacey. What was his? Th- the guy from The guy from The guy from Blacklist. Yeah,
0: who the
2: he? guy What the fuck is his name? You're Wait, talking uh, about Vision? No, yeah, the guy no, Okay, so Ultron. the guy who was Ultron, Ultron who voiced Ultron. Ultron was okay, but his character was just so flat. Yeah, yeah agreed.
0: Who, I'm excited to see the movie. Uh the I movie. to say that all the other Marvel movies are bad or just not very good. I think it's still silly. Like No, no, they're Iron all Man,
2: mediocre. Winter Soldier is very strong. And Iron Man is very first strong. first Iron Man is good. The amazing. first Iron Man is good. But this is, Avengers by far is than definitely old. very strong. Spider Man is galaxy. so good in this movie. Yeah, he Spider-Man's is the really perfect Spider Man. Yeah.
1: Really? I'm yeah. really happy about how they did it. Spider Man's really one of my favorites, so I'm okay. really happy.
2: I'm actually really annoyed that I knew about Spider Man going in. I'm, I'm too. I'm really considering becoming one of these people on the internet called the Unsullied. These are people who do don't not watch, watch trailers. trailers at yeah. all. That's what really cool. totally I do unsullied. because it's awful. And, and when you're just like, "Well, I saw the movie. I don't have to go." Yep, exactly. Sometimes
0: yeah. you just you've seen the whole movie. There was right
2: no right? way to get around the Spider-Man reveal, though. That was everywhere. Like you yeah, knew people Spider-Man was going to be in this movie.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I mean, I, I am excited to see the movie because of it. I was excited for Civil War, regardless, and I. But I did know about it so early on that, like, from just from hearing the inside baseball of like, "Oh, Sony is." Uh, licensing the rights or whatever it is they were doing they were allowing the use of Spider-Man in a Marvel movie
2: right the thing about the movie you have to remember is that like (coughs) they made it and then they remembered to make it good
0: a lot of these movies they forget to do that they just decide to make them
2: Mm -hmm. it's fun
0: okay good Anyway, of course, we will be discussing some news for video games, because this is a video game podcast. We'll be discussing the Battlefield 1 trailer, which released last week after we had finally recorded. Always recorded yeah. at a weird time. We kind of predicted
2: Battlefield 1 a little bit on the po- I was talking last week about well, I how I want like, a, everyone's a throwback. Been, right. Everyone's kind, kind of jumped the shark on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, every, everyone's been wanting that. I have one, a lot
1: of
0: buzz on the wanting.
2: Battlefield 1 So trailer. we'll talk
0: about Battlefield 1 trailer. We'll also be talking about Nintendo NX, uh, possibly using cartridges. And we also might be talking some more Nintendo, some VR, and some Minecraft. But first, some music. One coming out, it's going back to World War One. Uh, trailer released of in game engine footage, which is always a silly way cool. to just say, Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it it's, cool. it's, it's it nothing cool. real, it's definitely not gameplay. It doesn't even necessarily mean that that's what the game engine or like the cutscenes will look like. Yeah, we're getting but
2: blimp combat, yeah, that's, yeah, that's some blimp thing. combat.
0: Exactly. We had some, uh, some on horseback combat, yeah, We had and, yeah, uh, some really
2: cool planes,
0: re- yeah, planes with like the uh. Uh, what's his name? Like the Red Baron type yeah. plane. Some really cool looking things. Uh, I was excited to see this. Ryan, of course, you were also excited because you had made some predictions last week. Or yeah. well, not predictions. You had just well, spoken your, your heart's wishes. I
2: do. I kind of was channeling a community online who really wanted the, the throwback game. Mm. And that's been over basically over the last six months, have been clamoring for that. It's kind of strange, though, because this game went into development years ago. So it's really hard as a studio, I imagine, to predict, you know, two years in advance what the community is going to want. And obviously the community was not happy about the new Call of Duty. They're not ready for another space shooter, but they did want the throwback game. It almost just feels like uh, kind of a crapshoot. How can you know what people are going to want two years?
0: That is the thing. I don't know how DICE goes about this. Obviously they have a separate team working on this while working on things like Battlefront. Which was, I'm sure, a huge endeavor. Like it, it did a lot, a huge undertaking for the entire team. At some point, they probably had everyone on it. Uh, so I don't know how they do it because Call of Duty always has multiple teams working on it. Like, let's say, you know, Infinity Ward or uh, Sledgehammer, who worked on some of the Call of Duty games and also, well, developed the Dead Space games. So Call of Duty normally has uh, probably would have a harder time, you would assume, because they have two to three year cycles. Where they have to predict, like you said, what the community is going to want. And now they're completely fatigued on this whole, not space shooter, but near future uh, shooter. And And they
2: really fell flat on that. But but, Okay, so this is kind of the narrative I want to talk to you about, kind Mm -hmm. of pitch it to you. It's from, kind of got it from a game journalist that I really like. Jeff Kanata kind of went through this whole narrative where uh, just the idea being that these old, the old Call of Duty games and the Medal of Honor games were extremely reverent of the source material. So in those games they were hyper accurate, and you would be looking to to kill Nazis like almost in a reverent way, like I said. Sure. Um, Modern Warfare Four was a huge change of direction for the entire genre, and it was described at the time as a just a badass simulator where you're just doing awesome shit. And this and new, it was true. And it was Modern Warfare One. Right. It was fantastic. An awesome simulator. And this new game. Is going back in time, but not really. Is not really looking to like kind of revel in the reverence of the time period. Is really looking to just be another badass simulator, but set in nineteen thirty. You mean Battlefield nineteen twenty nine? Yeah, yeah, Battlefield One.
1: It looked right. like, It looked like it was. There was a lot of. Uh, I mean, I looked on, red, uh, on Reddit and everything. A lot of the sh- shit that there was in there seemed to be historically accurate. It's
2: going to be historically accurate, but. In the same... Right, okay. So it'll be a historically accurate game. Sure. But you could imagine them adding in some elements that are yeah. a little above, A little bombastic, of li- course, A yeah. little more in the Call of Duty 4 vein of just being, like, the coolest shit you sure, could Sure, like, like what? Like what? Like, I don't think they had Zeppelin combat. Yes, they did. <laughs> in there World were pictures, and they
1: had... They had They had, had, they had uh, carrying uh, tank tank guns, anti-tank guns that you could carry. There, there are pictures...
0: Here's the problem with not having David Kerner on the show, oh, yeah. the, our Civil War specialist, of course. Oh
1: no, I'm not that. So he,
0: so Civil War, different from the uh, World War One, of course, but I and think, also
1: different from Captain
2: America Civil War. Yeah, so different, <laughs> totally different. Arguably so, not different.
0: Yeah, so the so those things we don't really know. I do agree, though. I would see maybe not from this trailer because honestly, this trailer is becoming. We were looking at a Forbes article. Uh, written by one, let's see, do we have the name? Written by one Paul Tassi, uh, speaking about how the Battlefield 1 trailer was rated as one of the most liked videos on YouTube. Right. And this that the Call the of Duty Infinite Warfare, which is a t- horrible name, by the way, Call yeah. of Duty Infinite Warfare... Battlefield 1 is was, was also a horrible name, was, to, be, you know, to be fair. I think it's kind of cool. It has like a cool ring to it. it has terrible SEO. However, trying to right. search for Battlefield 1, you get the uh, Battlefield 16, 1948 or something, whatever it was. You get all sorts of things by searching that. Anyway, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, which was revealed more recently, was one of the most disliked videos yeah. of all time.
2: This dislike button on YouTube is kind of becoming the new barometer for for fan feelings. Like this Ghostbusters trailer came out, <laughs> and it's one of the l- biggest dislike trailers on YouTube of Other all than the time. Oh, then Rebecca yeah. Black's Friday. Oh, yeah. Well, people people dislike that in Love.
0: So, what do you how do you think this is going to reflect on the game?
2: I mean, this is really just the marking what people say is that Black Ops 2 was one of the largest dislike trailers of all time on YouTube, one of the most successful Call of Duty games. Yep. So, it's really hard to say, but you kind of only can really look at this in the context of this new this new era of uh, the downvotes potentially significantly impacting the launch of a product like i think ghostbusters is going to bomb true yeah we
0: also saw something very similar with uh what was the movie batman vs superman uh critics came out obviously before the release saying that the movie was essentially terrible uh very lukewarm to uh negative reviews all over the place and people dropped off during the first opening week and so i do think this will in ways possibly affect the game. However, it's so far out this is showing us really nothing of the game. It's just getting hype which is now yeah. uh, not going well for Call of Duty. Right. But it like it shows us really nothing that we could actually go on realistically and except for the premise of the games, things like that and honestly it it will have no bearing on what the game is going to look like. You know, just like the Battlefield 1 trailer, we in, except for the fact that it's in World War One, we don't really know what we're going to see from this game. So when
2: the box art first leaked, I guess, just like a promotional image leaked, uh, and, and they had to kind of, I think, rush out the trailer because of that leak, and people kind of thought just from that image that it was going to be an alternate history of World War One, which would have been crazy, but there's almost no indication from the trailer that that's the case. It's just, I think, a straight take on World War One. And then there was
0: also, of course, Call of Duty's having a trouble where it's still sticking with this further in the future uh fiction wherein you can have jetpacks and things like that. That's and what Halo's for. People well, you know, Halo doesn't really sell that well anymore and it's I'm, a console exclusive. No, I know, but
1: I mean like that's that's what Halo is for. It's for that type of flying around in a jetpack. Sure, and, yeah. And then they had um Destiny. Titanfall. T- Destiny Titanfall. is a
0: yeah. Destiny is a huge, huge, huge game right now. But I just recently heard this survey that was done the average right now has 20 million users, Destiny, and the average of user time is about 100 hours. So that's out of 20 wow. million players, the wow. average being 100 hours into a game. That is absolutely insane and unprecedented as far as hard, not hardcore. Like Sounds but, like my kind of game, but yeah, it looks jobs. a little
2: too casual. For
0: me. It's, it's pretty casual from my experience. The raids are... A uh, whole other experience, of course. There, but it's kind of MMO ish, and you know, whatever. So that's Destiny, uh, Call of Duty. Mark, you play shooters, but you th- haven't played the bro shooters, as many of us like to call. I it. bought
1: Call of Duty Ghost because uh, a bunch of my friends are playing it, and they're like, "Oh, you gotta get this game; it's awesome." Oh.
0: That's interesting. I went out. Call Call of Duty Ghost was not released uh, graciously. By I a threw lot down
1: people. sixty bucks. I brought it home. I played it with them until they left which is maybe about 20 minutes until they signed off mm. and I didn't play it again oh that's grim damn yeah yeah so
0: brochures don't resonate with you not really it. what shooter games do you play
1: Fistful of Frags which I don't expect either of you to really you know what I'm talking about well yeah that. that's the thing you, you told us about this yeah I told you about that, that. so fist of Frags it's that. really a, it's a really fun and they've been updating it a lot so fist of Frags
0: Fistful, Frags, Fistful, Frags, Fistful of Frags
1: one it's oh, a western shooter it's based off of a Half-Life 2 mod and they uh, they created a whole type of Western world. They've been updating all their maps, so it's I like can't
2: team based class based. Yeah, really. it's it's
1: a it can be team based or free for all, but uh, it's just it essentially is just literally running around shooting people with a time limit. I mean, you can place first, second, third. They well, give you I mean, certain types ba- of like most it? accurate, most. Uh, you could drink whiskey; that's your health. So <laughs> okay. you can get most like drunk and. Uh, but I mean, essentially, it's just yeah, running around shooting people with guns, and you. Okay. And well, that's that's like every. Did you watch
2: the Battlefield One trailer? Yeah. Did you like? Uh, did you were excited?
1: I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, but like, I'm not gonna go. I don't. First of all, I don't have a good computer, so I, I wouldn't yeah. be able to play it anyway.
2: You and can s- play it on the. Do you have a PS4? Or... No. Okay. Oh, no current consoles. <laughs> hey, ask me what I else I don't like have. PC, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, well, I mean, this also not gonna I have be a coming. Super out.
1: Nintendo can I play <laughs> it on that. <laughs>
0: Very
2: unlikely, but possible.
0: Yeah, so not going to be coming out, also, these games. Or one of the games was officially announced that wouldn't be coming for last-gen consoles, which is not surprising (laughs) at all. Uh, So we'll see more in the future. Obviously, this is just all a popularity contest at this point, uh, but it does speak somewhat to what people want. They want that throwback, just like a lot of people have been saying. Ryan, you've said it recently. So I'm sure we'll see more of that in the future from now on. We'll see more see more uh,
2: see more games that was funny
0: So reading from an IGN article, recent rumor came out about the NX, of course. The financial statements of the company that provides Nintendo's ROM chips used in both consoles and for 3DS game cartridges have sparked speculation as to whether the upcoming Nintendo NX, codenamed, will drop the use of optical disk drives in favor of cartridges. A while ago, we saw some uh, patents that alluded to possibly having no optical disk drive on the NX, we all thought that that meant that Nintendo... Well, I assumed that that meant Nintendo was probably going for the all-digital route, uh, where video games are imminently going. Now, this looks like a totally different direction.
2: Yeah, no, this points, to me, points to the NX being a handheld release, which is kind of what we got uh-huh. signaled, like, you know, I eight months not. ago. I hope it's that like That the initial N64. wave would be a handheld release, and then they would move on to it. I hope game. it's
1: like N64, Super Nintendo.
2: Nintendo. And, I, and, I'm,
1: and I'm saying that because uh, if you look at it, in a certain way uh i can still turn on a super nintendo or a nintendo and play it now in sure and they still work
0: but here's the thing that those yeah games... but we don't want to be blowing on it Are yeah just... yeah see that's i the don't thing. care the nostalgia factor for having those cartridges and having them work is great and everything but the fact of the matter is cartridges you're not going to be able to get a certain level of fidelity you're not going
2: to get a well, lot that's not well true. maybe not
0: fidelity but you're not going to get Nearly as much memory on a cartridge as Disagree. you are on. Disagree. That, Same. That's as, silly. What you are you talking about? You can fit a
2: hundred twenty gig SD card inside a cartridge. It's going to
0: cost so much
2: more money, isn't it? No. It, that's yeah, not. The, that's the right. reason. No. No. That's Everyone not, in the
0: world says different. That's not
2: a factor. The reason why they went to disks, optical disks, because at the time it was cheaper, but now it'd be a very, it would be a very similar price, I believe you believe yeah i don't believe you <laughs> so well, okay here's here's the thing if you if you want to make a game that's you know 200 gigabytes like a huge game sure you can't make it on a disc at this point so yeah if that is the direction they're going like a very games right
0: now aren't 200 gigs though there are games that are that i mean are, the games i'm playing on my uh on my superior consoles xbox one and ps4 of course. Are all pretty much digital Look at uh, fancy downloads over here? With for, his Xbox at the and... very, cl- at the most, hundred gigs uh, closer to that. Like, yeah, the,
2: the... I don't think uh, it's a price issue. I think that the prices come down for storage tremendously, mm. Mm. and you can get. I mean, Nintendo's going to be buying wholesale storage. They can fit into a cartridge a large amount of storage. Sure, not the issue. I think that it's just. Almost, and I'm absur- if this is for their home console, if these are going to be large cartridges, like if it's the Super for their Nintendo- home
0: console and it's not an a mobile hybrid, you're saying, right?
2: If it's for a home console that sits on your television and these are not mini cartridges like the ones we're used to for the DS, these mm. are large Nintendo 64 size cartridges, which I don't think can possibly be the case. I think that is just where people's minds go when they read these stories. Mm, that's where mine I think, went, right? I, yeah, that's of course, where mine it's went Nintendo. Too.
0: It's just association to the past. Yeah. I think
2: that these had to be small cartridges. But if they're large cartridges, it could be Nintendo uh, deciding it would be a really cool future scenario where they decide they want larger games. They're moving ahead with storage, and they want actually, and they find they found that they can make these cartridges cheap enough. Mm-hmm. I don't think cost is the main issue. I
0: just would be very surprised if this was the home console uh, model that they're using that isn't uh, hybrid, simply because how far back would you have to start planning, like, okay, back up from this Wii U, now, first fiscal year of Wii U, with, if we're going with what my plan was, so we've had the uh, discussion about the Wii U, why it was such a big colossal failure, uh, it was a colossal failure initially, but why it continued to just be an unsupported colossal garbage fire was because basically first fiscal year they Nintendo saw that it was a problem. I'm explaining to Mark right now to the listeners. Uh, <laughs> but first fiscal year they saw it was a problem. So Taro Iwata probably said, let's get off the Wii U. Let's just put out whatever we need to and then and do whatever we have to to keep ourselves afloat, which maybe I don't know. I, I don't actually know financially what they would need. They probably don't even need the Wii U but just to keep themselves relevant. And then let's start working this year on a new console. If that's the case, do you think that they were working on a new console from outside, out of year one of the Wii U that was just a home console that had cartridges? That sounds like insane to me.
2: I see. I, I initially thought it was just, like, an insane play, and I think a lot of people would read it as insane, but I thought about it more, and it would be so cool if they do giant NES cartridges for the next console, and they're just like, fuck it. Sure,
0: I mean, that would be the only cool fact. Well, Mark, what do you think would be cool about a Nintendo console today, 2016, well, 2017, sorry, in March, that will run on cartridges, and it doesn't go anywhere, it's just a game console that runs on cartridges? Like a
1: Super Nintendo? Yeah, sure. I would love the shit out of that. I would like it because that's that's what draws or drew me to video games. That's what I started with. Mm. You know, it's like I was interested in video games when there were cartridges and they were at my house and all that stuff. And then once it started getting more into Xbox and playing online and all, like I I have I only have an Xbox 360. That's my latest game system that i own right
0: okay but the so thing if is they
1: had a game a whole bunch of cartridges at your house and like it like it used to be like that would draw, maybe draw me to get the system
0: right but that's the thing it's not the the fact that you're... is it really the fact that those games are on cartridges that it was attracting you or wasn't it just the games themselves? Like, does Both. it really matter where they're, where they're at? So what yeah. about
2: the cartridges? It's, is easy, it's easier
1: to, it? to, like I said, it's easier to keep a game in a cartridge working rather than, if you get a scratch on a disc, you're fucked.
2: Yeah, I always okay. like the N64 cartridges over the discs. And I was, like, not happy with the move to this for the GameCube. I I mean, they were
0: cool, sure. But, like, I don't know. There was no actual – besides, like, them getting scratched or whatever, I mean, you had NES horrific issues where if you put your game cartridge into the NES, like, a hundred times, eventually the game started deteriorating and the NES actually had to be repaired. So, I mean, you had problems no matter where you go, technical problems.
1: If you you – Took care of it, right? You didn't. All right. Well, all right, yeah, well how we... are you gonna explain me the, to me that my system is is gonna be doing? That? I've pl- I've had I've had my NES since it came out. Okay, and so it's you took all care games. Of it. All I'm games sure... work.
0: All right. Well, I mean that is hardly the selling point for me. Play. You know, I'm I'm thinking honestly. In the end, I think this is definitely a uh, a something that will point to the hybrid, of course. I mean, what do you think that looks like, Ryan? The uh, the hybrid NES It's still
2: system. so unclear, right? The hybrid mobile home I console. think it's going to
1: look like a giraffe.
2: It won't look like a giraffe. That's very, not Very, very unlikely. unlikely. Although, <laughs> really, outside the box, the 100 to 1 bet could be it looks like a giraffe. I mean, if you told... So me, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I mean, if you told me
0: that... Zelda was going to be the only playable game at E3 this year. I would have been like very unlikely, almost yeah. as unlikely as giraffe consoles. So,
2: but I mean, so I mean this points to them doing the like the new <laughs> say Game this Boy. This points to giraffe. This points to giraffe. Sorry, <laughs> what did you say, Ryan? Go this ahead. points to them doing a new Game Boy, basically, that will eventually hook up to the
0: television. I. That sounds crazy. Like I mean, uh, unless they're just going for yeah, like it's a 3DS. It's a little more powerful and it just can hook up through hdmi or whatever the fuck proprietary thing they make up yeah to at, the tv at this point i just that's like a nintendo little grim is... for this day and age and you can't get third-party support on that
2: well nintendo i think is just is just bumbling it like it, it's mean, gone downhill since we started talking about it. <laughs> really when we started there was a little optimism but the fault. news that we've heard has just and really the fact that they pushed it back at this point has just led me to believe There's a horrific future for Nintendo, and hopefully they'll be bought out by Apple.
0: That's just not
2: happening. (laughs) Ridiculous.
0: So, also, more horrific news from Nintendo. I mean, again, this we all know what this means, depending on the game and whatever, but I always think it's horrific when we hear that a game is going to be free to play. We just heard recently, actually today, that Nintendo's next two mobile games that they have planned for this year, which are actually Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing, are going to be free to play.
2: I'm excited about this. Why are you excited about it? I'm excited this? because the, I would not download Animal Crossing for $30 on Android or Fire Emblem. But I would download the free-to-play version. And if there's a really sweet hook, I might pay to upgrade to the full version inside. If they don't have a full version upgrade, I would be pretty upset. Mark,
0: you are a longtime fan of Nintendo games. How do you feel about Nintendo creating games that are free-to-play
1: apps on your phone? and they are games? I like, I like free-to-play. You know, who doesn't like a free game? And Fucking... especially from Nintendo. <laughs> why hey, not? Joey,
2: people don't want to pay for mobile games. I, I, mean, do pay I for would totally games, pay for a mobile game. I
1: paid for one mobile game. What was Angry Birds Star Wars.
0: I mean, Angry Birds Star was yeah. a fantastic game. I paid for that, too. And then Angry Birds for free to play. It's terrible. See, that's the thing. Like, it wouldn't be a $30 game, do you think? I mean, you, Nintendo, well, no, we know. No, that know. was the rumor price point, a $30. Re- that's, game, yeah. that's probably a little crazy. And I might have done it.
1: And uh, you're also paying for the brand of Nintendo and that, too. Uh,
0: there you go. Like, a Nintendo,
1: honestly, but, knowing at the that- same time, if I heard, like, oh, man, you could play Nintendo games on your phone. Oh, I got
2: to pay $30? Fuck that.
0: Yeah, it's a little rough. I would have paid like six dollars for an awesome okay. mobile
2: game that's like has a lot of re- replayability. Here's the volume, thing: whatever. Animal Crossing really lends itself to be a free to play game. Mm-hmm. You run yeah. around. You could buy stuff for your house. You can grind out bells or whatever. And, yeah, <laughs> and also just pay for bells. I mean, it's really the perfect free to play game.
0: That's actually very true. I mean, and it'd be great
2: a in your of, pocket. It would be. Yeah, these games.
0: Fire Emblem might be really good in the pocket if it's like a more uh, user friendly game, you know, a little less hardcore than the original F- Fire Emblem games. Yeah, right. Isn't Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem like Emblem
2: sort of instance based? So you could imagine like pulling out your phone, playing like one level basically.
0: I, you know, the last one I played uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, I definitely fell off at one point, tried to come back in and I just couldn't because I was just out of the loop of how to play those games. However, I don't play a lot of turn-based uh, turn-based games like RTSs or whatever. If they wanted it down just a little bit, Fire Emblem games. I think they would make something really great. I think Animal Crossing absolutely lends itself to free to play. You know, you could purchase these little outfits, or you can grind it out, which is all you do in Animal Crossing or Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS. Right, it's, that's it's a the huge whole point grand, of the grind. game.
2: I've seen my sister play fishing in Animal Crossing for yeah, five hundred hours. Yeah, literally. I her sitting on the couch just going for the big fish. It's almost like a gambling sim. Yeah, literally a grind.
0: Fire Emblem, I could see the annoying things like, oh, next turn you can do in the next five minutes, or you can pay $2 for these little gems, well, and you what, can do your turn what right
1: every now. every game... I have. I can go on my phone and start playing Candy Crush right now, and I can sit there and I can. Don't do do that that though. And I could start playing it, but I could I could do the level, or I could buy gold and add more turns and exactly. That's yeah. It's like because
2: I heard someone describe free to play games recently, and they're like, sometimes you know, you're just having a bad day, and you just need a little win. Like yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to pay ninety nine cents to (laughs) win (laughs) this level right now. Waiting for this trade. It's ten minutes. The worst for me is though. The worst (laughs) for me is having a level
1: I'm stuck on for like months in one. Because I have all three versions of. Candy Crush, the original Soda Crush and the jelly one. Mark, we yeah, need to get um, you on
2: some good mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> actually, there are yeah, actually good just, ones out there. there, are good there. Yeah. yeah,
1: but it's hard to Candy play Crush. those games when I'm at my desk at work. No, no, Candy great. Crush no, hard a really <sighs> game you can easily no, jump into. Nope. Any type know? of magic type game.
0: It's so it much off. easier than magic. I know it's I know. I know. You played Heartstone.
1: magic when we were in high I school. I did though. play magic, and I fucking hate it.
0: <laughs> so much better than magic. I'm not. I'm not even joking. I know
1: Hearthstone. I fucking hate that too.
0: That I. So <laughs> you're funny. So it's a funny thing you said. You just like, oh, I just need a little win. That that reminded me slightly of heroin. Like I just. Yeah. just bad. Well, everything's little heroin everything's going bad in your life you know you just need a little, I need a a little win. heroin heroin just a little heroin heroin oh cute <laughs> what's the other nintendo I think story? so the last thing on nintendo is that minecraft uh is finally getting some kind of Nintendo IP yeah, this is license huge. to it.
2: Nintendo doesn't license out their IP. Yeah, so Nintendo
0: finally licensed out their IP to Minecraft. On the Wii U version, of course, uh, you'll be able to purchase the Super Mario mashup pack, wherein you'll get skins that are Mario-based, and then you'll get all these levels that are designed, like Mario levels, uh, some that were looked a lot like Super Mario 64. I don't have Minecraft on my Wii U, but I would totally love to play this if Minecraft just fucking use the Wii U gamepad. Wait, it doesn't
2: use the gamepad?
0: Just the way it's supposed to. Like you can use it as a se- second screen,
2: obviously. No, I'm saying it doesn't use it for inventory. Obvious cannot use it for inventory. Oh, can't do the iPad a, a interaction. Garbage like that. that would be the real perfect way to play Minecraft.
0: Yeah, so it's It's a fucking no-brainer to do that, you know, to use it like an iPad, which is where most kids play Minecraft right now. So I would have bought this Mario mashup pack, you know, on Minecraft and just jumped around, I guess, as Mario or whatever. I don't know if they add mechanics like that or
2: just
0: explore some of the maps that they made. That would have been super fucking sweet.
2: I mean, this is really Nintendo loosening up. You're starting to see them. Oh, yeah. Realizing that the writing's on the wall and mm -hmm. they need to get their IP out there. Yeah. First move, just,
0: was, first move was DNA, uh, Perry. Was it partnering up with them for mobile? That right. was the first thing, like, let's, let's, you know, let's get out there. This is not working the way we're doing things. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first move, and now it'll just keep going. However, I mean, the Wii U is essentially dead, so w- what does this matter? You know yeah. How many people are actually playing Minecraft on Wii U? I'd be surprised to find. Potentially
2: it. millions. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> no, no. Potentially
0: 4 million or yeah. 10 million. Yeah, maybe only 10 All months. 10 million. Possibly because Microsoft wouldn't sell the studio in order to keep their Fable IP. Well, uh, Kotaku I mean, you spoke about
2: that. So they they were closing and they could have been saved. They
0: could have been saved because people were hoping to sell them. So Kotaku uh, Keza McDonald said that sources were saying that uh, Lionhead, the first party studio at Microsoft, uh, the creators of Fable, uh, long beloved Xbox IP, closed down before the release of their most recent game, Fable Legends. And this recent story uh, suggests that they might have been closing them down even though they had a way out and that they could have sold off uh, Lionhead along with Fable's IP. Is that how it works? Like, I thought Fable IP would have just stayed with Microsoft, but apparently they they jumped ship on Lionhead when they technically might not have needed to, which is kind of gross.
2: I mean, maybe they decided that they wanted to keep the Fable IP, but they didn't. It, it, we don't know. The studio could have been toxic. It's possible that the people that work, were working there, they might have not had a good relationship with, Mike, with the rest of Microsoft. So we don't really know the details. But I mean, will... that,
0: if that's true, then it's still totally malicious of Xbox to close down a studio even though they had a way out. Like that, like UK law apparently states that you, need, you can only do this after you found that there is no other way you can shut down a studio. At least that's what the story had said.
2: Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, we, we know very little about the inside workings of these type of deals and, and even more this deal we know almost nothing about. Well, I mean, we now know they may have had buyers, but how do we know how serious they were or, or really this could have been, you know, this could have been a leaked story from someone who was just pissed that that was working there that kind of was involved in these negotiations and ultimately they may have gone nowhere.
0: I mean, we yeah. really don't know. I mean, I'm sure Keza McDonald trusts her sources implicitly in that, uh, you know, they she wouldn't post this news. The Kotaku's very, very particular about what stories they release they're not good, just going to put up a grudge story that's you know fabricated to stick it to the man anyway other news Sid Meier's Civilization 6 was announced I think today so, I just bought Civ 5 and I, I haven't played it yet but I know
2: you played a little bit of my I was, copy
0: it, was it Civ 5 yeah, that playing? was five. geez you might have played how did I run Civ 5 on my computer
2: because you have a pretty sweet computer. You're, I guess so. So I also own, I think, 3, 2, and 1. So I'm not sure which one you played.
0: I probably played
2: 3. I'm pretty I sure you know. played 5 because I, I if saw If you got a little line. notification. People <laughs> are pissed about the art style in C6. <laughs> it's like a little um, you have to cartoony. Mm-hmm. Okay. An excellent VR
0: demo was given to a Polygon writer, the VR Void. Really excellent uh, VR experience wherein you're strapped into a suit and it gives you haptic feedback of uh, things happening around you, and you're put on a stage that is set up for you to like go and explore these VR spaces, wherein like the wall is actually built there. So if there's a
2: virtual wall, yeah. So it's, I like, was just this that worked a few seconds of that. You saw the void demo,
1: like not um, maybe not the particular one that you were, but they had a. Uh, preview of like a VR laser tag type thing. Yeah, and yeah well whole that's big the idea. Environment.
2: Really mm-hmm. kind of bordering on is it virtual reality is or is this augmented reality? Or are you really shooting somebody? Or Te- are you really murdering aliens? I mean it's
0: the most technical no, people. <laughs> the most technical <laughs> sense it's definitely not augmented reality because you are your vision is completely closed. Right. But like the that, things
2: you see are kind of Augmented versions of real of what physical items, yeah, something. So it some is yes, virtual reality, yes, but it's superimposed on top of a physical oh. space, true. Which it, it's kind of like are in okay. Ten years from now, are ten there, years from now, man. are there going to be like rich people who have? Sixty-foot VR spheres in their room that they could go in, like probably, like hollow Absolutely. You ever hear of Kid, uh, Kid that's, Cool? That's kind of what this is leading to. You ever right?
1: hear of Kid Cool before? No. It's a game on Sega Genesis, and mm-hmm. it's essentially uh, predicted a whole big, years uh, ago. Yeah, there's a whole big, uh, there's a big virtual reality video game that you could step inside and play, and the game kept taking people, and you're the hero. And you go inside and you have to rescue people and get them out. And so, a big virtual reality game that you're playing through.
2: I feel and like that Ian... going to be an occupation in the near future, <laughs> saving people from virtual reality.
0: I feel like Ian had mentioned a game like that. He had said, and I was like, "That sounds a lot like Dot Hack." And then we went off on a Dot Hack tangent. Yeah, Dot Hack sounds. Pretty dot strange. Hack was literally the same thing. Like you, there was this a virtual reality uh, MMO. That went that set the world on fire, and people started going into like comas where they couldn't get out of the game or something like that. You so, would like, crazy die thing. if you were just there. Was this like monster virus in the game that was like killing people in the game? It was crazy, crazy game. Really want to play that game.
2: So, everyone, check it out what is it? What is that actually called? The call? Void. So, it's a magician running it,
0: yeah. So, the magician is one of the lead designers, like one of the main uh creative geniuses behind it. That's so cool to me because there was recently a keynote at the DICE Awards uh this year. Some magician, I forget the guy with the ponytail and the glasses, slightly overweight guy. He Pen? was huh? Pen maybe. Penn teller couldn't possibly tell you. I Wouldn't think it I was actually... Penn Jillette, actually. So yeah. maybe yeah. So he was at the he was at the Dice keynote talking about how video games do technically magic. They they mislead you into thinking you have choice when really you're led there by sleight of hand and tricks like that and this is like the perfect culmination of those tricks coming into video games that they're they trick your mind into thinking you're walking around a huge 100 foot square foot space but really they only have like three 30 square feet of stage to work with and they redirect you to thinking that you're walking straight when they turn you and things like that they do really cool tricks like that everyone should check out this we'll put the link in the notes of course the show notes check out the polygon feature on the vr void uh some other news. Pokemon Sun and Moon Starters Revealed. Mark, are you still a fan of Pokemon?
1: That's all right. <laughs> I I had the what was it, Fire Red? I downloaded that on my phone through an emulator. Right. I played that for a little bit, but after a while it's just it is grinding same, and it's boring. And it's, it's just a boring game, game. I found yeah. the I found more fun playing the you ever played you know no do you know Candy Rick Crush. and Morty? You know, yeah, and oh Rick. yeah, Pocket Morty. Yeah, Pac we talked about on
2: that on one of the first episodes of the show.
1: I loved. See, that game was fun because I mean, I mean it's essentially Pokemon, but it was funny because I watched the Morty. show.
2: Yeah, yeah, perfect.
1: You ever watch that show?
2: I Ryan
0: uh, set me up to watch that show. Gave me like a torrent of the first two seasons so... or whatever. A perfectly I watching... legal
2: version so, of it. The...
0: <laughs> so Ryan sent me a link to <laughs> the vi- the episodes where I may watch them, and Mr. it's a funny Meese- show. Mister
1: Meeseeks. I can't have you
0: I can't watch the show because. The grandpa, which one's it's Rick? Rick. Yeah, it, the because Rick constantly is drunk or whatever, He's and drooling. is burping and drooling. It's so green funny. Stuff. You so know, all those burps I was, are authentic. I was, eat, <laughs> I was eating, and like I couldn't continue to watch the show because it was just making me sick. I was like, this guy is funny. Come I wish on. he would stop fucking burping. Disgusting. That's yeah. So these starters
2: look horrible. Pokemon really has gone down the drain. in Terms of the they design. finally made shoe. They didn't and make the shoe, shoe, but they made lit cat which I think is hilarious. They could say lit now when something's cool. Lit is a new oh. thing, yeah. And the so cat lit, yeah. is a I know cat. lit,
0: but... I didn't get it. I, I spent a whole week being <laughs> an old man, like, what the fuck does lit mean? I looked it up, <laughs> you know?
2: The cat he is called, lit like... The, I looked lit, lit, lit up line. on the internet. I think, it, I think it might be called, like, Lit Line or something. Lit Line. It's hilarious.
0: Hilarious. Oh, my God, no. Kojima finally spoke about his next uh, AAA game that everyone's very excited about, saying it is uh, going to be a game... Fans of AAA action games are going to be a big fan of. It's also a very different game, of course, because it's fucking Kojima. He said also that like the symbol, the new emblem for his game and for his studio has the secret, holds the secret. So let's just let's have play a little thing, play a little game before we get into Overwatch discussion. Of course,
2: I didn't read this story at all. I'm I know, I
0: know. Yeah. I just want you to see. So there's the emblem. Dildo. Kojima Productions is yeah. definitely nothing there suggesting dildo. All
1: right. So Giraffe.
0: What could you take from that? That that is. There's a clue there about the next game. What you don't, can, well, you that
2: don't see you. a Spartan helmet? Yeah, it kind of looks like a. it's a new Halo game, maybe. A Spartan helmet, that's yeah. true. Look, there's the thing, and oh. there's the helmet,
1: and then it goes around.
0: So you think, like, alternate reality where the Spartans took over the world. This play. does look really cool. I mean, it's a fucking, it's an emblem. It's a sweet emblem. Yeah. I'm absolutely always excited about Kojima doing anything that isn't Metal Gear, which is officially now forevermore the story Kojima doing new things at PlayStation so I'll be excited when I know things about it but I'm glad he's doing an action game of course because that's obviously where he belongs he's not doing a terror game or a horror game obviously so unfortunately probably not doing anything with uh, Guillermo del Toro and of course Battlefront 2 or remember
1: how much the first game sucked
0: it did not suck it was a fantastic game just very shallow it's okay it's Star
2: Wars We kind of talked about this. I mean,
1: you know what? I can kind of of compare it to it's it's the fistful of frags of Star Wars. Sure. In what what way? I mean, as uh, I didn't really see it that much, because from what I saw, it was after a little while, I was like, okay, that's enough of this. Let's play a different game already, because it felt like we saw what all we needed to see. But I mean, essentially, it didn't really seem like there was an objective. There's uh, always
0: an objective in Battlefield. Certainly for sure. an
2: objective in the game, yeah. but it and didn't like, yeah. To me, my main complaint with Battlefront was that there wasn't enough kind of uh, battlefield customizability in terms of the things you're doing. So, like, I want to get into a tank and kill people. I want to find a tank randomly laying around in the field and activate it. Like uh-huh. every time you enter, I don't you know if that's it. all. Is that always
0: what's happening in Battlefield? Like normally yeah. in Battlefield, you're also spawning those things like you aren't You them, don't, don't spawn you? them
2: you, What happens in Battlefield is them. they spawn at the beginning of the level and gotcha. you go find them gotcha. or someone's abandoned one in the middle of the field and in this game or someone's yeah, in one and it, was it, casual, it was way more casual allowing
0: people to
1: like
2: You just entered it. randomly with it It's like hey How's it going I'm in the plane now yeah, I mean that is Sorry one.
0: Yeah so that. definitely Yeah definitely wasn't It yeah. wasn't a very robust experience Battlefront But in, but in terms of the it's so fucking Star Wars It was amazing It was my favorite It had sweet Star Wars stuff had sweet Star Wars I want
2: to talk about like the release cadence of this game. So they're going to release a second version, another $60 title next year. And that- so
0: we're not sure. No, no, no. So we're not sure what this means. Uh, they were just speaking. Uh, well, they said they were doing a second one. Or a big expansion. The Star Wars Battlefront will return in 2017 with bigger and better worlds. That's all they said. They said nothing else at uh, EA. It is unclear if this means a proper Battlefront 2 or a big expansion. So we're not sure if they're coming out with another Battlefront 2. I think it'll be a big expansion. Uh, possibly add a lot of things uh, that people are excited for. It will. Pr- they did say they'll be bringing in things from the new films, and other than that, they have nothing to share really. So, a big expansion about- for Battlefront, I would say. And then Battlefront Two comes out in 20- 2017 would be the new movie. I'm more excited. I'd say twenty eighteen. I'm more excited. okay, but, here, okay but this
2: is a Gamespot article. Following EA's tense uh, tease earlier this year that multiple Star Wars Battlefront sequels are in development. The company today confirmed the first of these and shared some initial details.
0: Multiple de- multiple sequels for multiple games are in development. That means that it, okay, they're just so
2: licensed. It means nothing else. EA CFO Blake Jorgensen said during an inter- earnings call that Battlefront 2 will have bigger and better worlds. I really think they're signaling a Battlefront 2.
0: I don't know about that. I think an expansion is probably the move for them. Like, I, I would it,
2: think an expansion, re- really having a platform and building on it would be something that would be much more exciting for me. But I think that this is following the $60 a year release cadence. And I think that what they want to do is have it run by a new title every single year.
0: I mean, it would make sense for their, uh, Battlefront 2 with the new movie coming out. So, you know what? You're probably right that would not give them a lot of time to be working on these games. So you shouldn't expect too many differences besides, like, yeah, it's we'll gonna try be, and it's throw it's going to
2: feel like a big expansion, but it's going to be titled 2 and be a new $60 sure. game. That's what I don't like.
0: Yeah, I, I would have liked to see an expansion as well. We don't need a whole new game, you know, unless, of course, you're going to fix all the the things that we don't like about it and probably not going to do that. I still love the game. You know, I'll hop on anytime I need a star Wars kick. Like you, you know, I just need a little win for the day. Obviously I'll jump on star Wars. May the fourth, I jumped on for some, uh, tie fighter combat and stuff like that. It was fun, but I mean, yes, it is a shallow game. No, they will not probably not do a lot with it to change it. Battlefront two or expansion.
1: All right. So we
0: played games this week.
1: What games did you play, Joey? <laughs>
0: play, I played Overwatch. I played the Overwatch beta finally. Finally, uh, open beta released May 5th. I got it a little early because I had pre ordered copy because I'm a crazy person, as Ryan would like to tell me. Uh, of course, Ryan played during the open beta. And Mark, you've been playing for the
1: closed beta. Yeah, closed since the closed beta came out.
0: How. Who did you suck off in
2: order to get? I a didn't
1: g- suck off anybody. A that was For another friend beta. of mine. He got. He just. It was him and streamers. That's <laughs> who
2: got in. That's no, it. No, it has a lot to do with how powerful your computer is. Uh, uh, probably has a pretty powerful computer. He really he does. Lot, yeah. Yeah.
0: So you've been playing Overwatch beta since the closed beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've said before that you don't play a lot of shooters. You were playing this uh, Half Life Two mod. So that's as hardcore as you get in the yeah. modern age. So, but you are playing Overwatch. You've also played a couple other Blizzard games. For you played Hots. I play
1: Hot ha- I play Heroes of the Storm. Okay, yeah. Hots so, is yeah. the kids. Hots is the cool it.
0: kid's name. So, you're playing Overwatch, of course. What did you think of the game?
1: I to like the it. State? I, I like it a lot, actually. I mean, not not so much as like, oh, I gotta get a thousand dollar computer. But as far as first person shooters go, it's actually it's pretty fun.
0: What do you like about this game that uh, other shooters don't really offer?
1: It's like uh. TF2 had sex with HOTS.
0: All right, so leaving sex out of the equation, let's get that's, some more No, detail. that's what it is. It's are like com- really
1: good shooters, like team, it's Fo- team, Fortress team Fortress 2, 2 combined with Ho- Heroes of and the and Storm.
0: Okay, I didn't actually know what those meant, so I was I <laughs> yeah. didn't understand. We just said hot stuff. I was story. like, so it's Team, team Fortress, Fortress 2. 2
1: combined with Heroes of the Storm. So
0: Team Fortress 2 was another class-based shooter, sort of, right? Yeah. You could yep. pick, although it was more limited. That's what this is. You could pick, uh, like, a galling gun guy and then a Rocket heavy guy, Heavy
1: like, soldier, demo man, Sniper which is what you can do here you pick uh, offense defense specialist uh healer mm. and you could play as and what i really like about this game compared to uh compared to like heroes of the storm is you can switch your character mid game
2: mm. and you
1: can have right another one might consider it annoying is you can have multiple of the same character on the same team, right? And <laughs> I've
2: seen professional players at this point doing that do like a five stack of one player, five yeah. stack Genji, and uh, yeah, that's really good. Five yeah. stack Roadhog is really powerful. Yep. Saw
0: that. I saw a, a well the stream that you had sent me of that Counter Strike player that was
2: banned from yeah. Counter
0: Strike. Apparently, he had like three Roadhogs and two Genji or something like that, and then. He was. They were worried that the other team was going to see them because they were all playing deep meta. And yeah. one of them saw them. They were like, oh, they're all going to be – what is it? They're all going to be Reapers now. They're going to kick our ass. So, yeah. like, there's a serious meta happening Really deep already. meta
2: immediately. I Okay. The way I describe this game to people, it has a preponderance of characters. Like, there is so many characters in oh, this Let me game.
0: get my $10,000 check here and for that word. And they also –
1: I need this source.
2: Every character <laughs> is so unique. That is what is cool about the game to me. Yeah. I played a little Team Fortress, didn't get deep into it. Yeah, maybe. Um, but th- it felt like the characters were kind of like some of them were a little unique, but there weren't as many and they weren't all so cool. Like every <laughs> character in this game is so
0: cool. Marcus Encyclopedia I's spying his uh, knowledge no, of No, I'm Team trying Fortress. to I'm trying
1: to count how many soldiers. Definitely here. not
0: nearly as many though. No, uh, the,
1: no, there was. There was a soldier, medic, demo man, spy, sniper, scout.
2: Damn. Uh, heavy.
0: Marcus upplaying you in his Team Fortress knowledge. Yeah, but right? there's
2: like 24 <laughs> characters in Overwatch. It's crazy. I have our friend Mike played the game initially annoyed with how many characters there were.
0: Yeah, Mike was annoyed with this game before he even
2: touched he's, the game. He's like, listen, this, real. this shit is not Game of Thrones. Why are there so many characters? Well, that's, well, that's what the,
1: well no, that's what the difference is between that and Team Fortress 2. Sure. Team Fortress 2 has the classes and Overwatch has characters, but each class in Team Fortress 2 has its own character. you can, up, you can change character. your guns in Team
2: Fortress as Do, well. No, but
1: each class was its own character. Did you ever see like the meet of Team Fortress 2? No. It's, they give their, their characters like little background videos, like minute, minute and a half, two-minute videos of each character. So they are all you see the personalities of each character, and that's what made Team Fortress 2 so great. Mm-hmm. And that's what they also did with Overwatch. They okay. did uh videos showing the characters' different sure, they tropes were, and personalities. Yeah, yeah. yeah my cousin
2: different. really bought into the marketing for this game, like loves Tracer. Yeah. She's not, she's never played a competitive shooter, does not know anything about shooters. She's like do you yeah, know about they'll... Overwatch? Because she knows that I know about games. Yeah, and I sat her down, set her up with tracer on my computer. And she there were a couple of things she didn't know about uh, multiplayer shooters. First of all, she didn't, games know, she didn't understand that the mouse controlled your perspective, mm-hmm. where you're looking. So that was a real struggle. So video games. Yeah, just Cousin. video games. And But she ultimately thought it was fun after playing it for a little while never got a kill. Actually, she did get one kill. It was pretty sweet. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this game. Really exciting
0: experience. So,
2: first in. of all, uh, diving into... You were playing on PC, yeah.
0: right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I was
0: playing on Xbox One and sometimes on the PC. It didn't run as well on my Wi-Fi, though. So Right. Well, wired, you're on Wi-Fi. I was wired in with my uh, Xbox... Problem. Well, I was wired in with my Xbox One, but the PC is upstairs, so wireless. So, on Wi-Fi, horrific. Yeah. Uh, but I played on both console and so PC.
2: So, this game yeah. on PC... Um, Compared to other competitive shooters, mind you, it is in beta. Um, The hit detection is pretty rough on Mm. PC. So right right now, I
1: didn't think so. I thought it was there are a lot of
2: situations. It feels good at first, but then I played it for many hours this Mm -hmm. week, and you die behind walls a lot in this game, and that kind of has to do with how they're doing the um, the server and the client. The the really the game is running at twenty tick. This is this is a big thing. So let's so, get
0: the, so uh, let's get some of the the te- terminology out of the way first. So we got tick servers and clients. Just like quick rundown for the listeners, what yeah. we're talking about. So here. I mean,
2: obviously, the, your game communicates with the server. Yeah, the server is uh, It's where the where, game where, where the game is running. running yeah, right. Um, your commu- Your client is your game, and your opponent's client is their game. Obviously, and. What happens in this game, really, the takeaway is that you die behind walls. So why does that happen? Well, on your opponent's console, on their client, client, yeah, they shoot you. And you don't feel like you've been shot. You're already behind the wall. But then it takes too long to communicate to the internet so what's the tick, happened.
0: So the tick rate or what, what would you call it? The 20 tick rate. Right. The, tick the rate. 20
2: tick is a problem you want to be communicating. It's 20 times per second. Yeah it's communicating to the server. Right. You want to be doing that more many more games. times a yeah. second. I think this all has to do, obviously, this is very complicated. It all has to do with the So earth. that's like
1: saying if I were to throw a baseball at you as you were running behind a wall, instead of me seeing the baseball hit you in the back of the head, and then once you get behind the wall, you fall on the floor because you were hitting the head with the baseball. Yeah, exactly. except we
2: were, you threw a baseball at me in a different universe. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that I mean, on PC there's some serious concerns about the competitive play. I mean, I've noticed I play almost exclusively as the sniper. And I've noticed that, that my shots, uh, the hitboxes are very generous. Like, yes, you can yes, they are, You can kind of shoot really near someone and they yeah, die. Yeah, and they die, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> on like, the shoulder. Yeah, really, and that, really ridiculous hitboxes. That is kind of a problem. So ultimately the game kind of really feels very casual but so fun. Yeah, insanely fun. Just because of how very... Well,
0: I feel like that will run dry because part of what's fun is how many of the classes they are. Like you said, and they're all so powerful and also unique and also stylish and cool, you know? Like, every one of these guys obviously were uh, painstakingly detailed and, uh, like, worked on, you know, that I think they know exactly what they're doing. I think that this was made to be a marketing masterpiece uh, with characters like Tracer and... and. Um, and the gorilla guy who's like the... Winston. The Winston, yeah. yeah. So, like, the, these characters are also cool-looking and also different, and they they cater to so many different types of play styles, but in the end, it definitely feels way more casual than, obviously, your Counter-Strike or anything right. like that. Right,
2: and the actual structure of how you play the game, the lobby system, is brutally casual. Like, when you go into a game, you have no idea what mode you're going to play, and you're just thrown in... Hard, hard to judge the game though. This was a beta. Right. That's often how betas
0: work. Uh, not okay. always how b- Blizzard will w- work, maybe or something like that. But I mean, every console beta I've played, like Halo, or um, well, okay, so I'll just say Halo. Like Halo, the Halo Five beta that I played last year, absolutely nothing compared to the Halo game that I played. Like that gives you every single mode. Uh, and that's stuff really like that. interesting. You just jump I didn't into even a think game. About that, I Yeah, that, just jump yeah. into a game and they just throw you in. It's testing. You know, it's just it's a, really it's a, stress, yeah, it's just service, a stress. Yeah, it's just a stress test, exactly. Yeah, that, they're I not really concerned about what game modes you're playing.
2: Almost feels like a mistake because I feel like there are potentially millions of people who played the beta who are like, "This game is going to be too shallow. I'm not going to buy it."
0: That's such a horrible perspective to take. They, you should know, jumping into a beta that this is an incomplete product. I understand it's close to the close to the finish right, line because like it we're, feels we're so going, complete. Yeah, we're going to it so feels so uh, polished which is crazy for a beta actually. Right. It normally will feel pretty so, broken at that point. But this is essentially a stress test. The closed beta has been going on for a while now and it it and this game is coming out on May 25th. So obviously this has come this is pretty much close to the finish line.
2: Right. Also kind of it feels like there are almost no stakes, which is weird cuz it's something that Blizzard is is so good at usually. It does I mean obviously this could be an element of the beta, but when you go, in, there's really no ranking system. You can never see how good, you know, like, you've done. You never really progress. I mean, hopefully we see that. Yeah, we will
0: obviously game. see things like that. Uh, surprising. That's the thing, though. They gave you, like, the skins and the, the loot boxes and things like that. That will make you think that you're working towards something. And then the...
2: What else could you be working? And toward? then there's no like and a then, rank, a rank inside. Yeah, the like to, that. And, and then those, that they're going to add that. Yeah,
0: the lack of a parallel ranking system and you know a ladder system or things like that. That feels like a shell It is a beta. It's an, the incomplete product. You cannot judge the game. Right. Based yeah. on. So well, you're I mean,
2: rea- really hyping me for the full purchase. Then. Well, I
0: mean, yeah. if yeah. you look
1: at it, well, if you look things. at it like if you're looking at it like something like League of Legends or something when you level. Uh, you can get runes and shit like that. But when you're in a game such as Overwatch and you're leveling up your character and you get... I mean, your character or your your, uh, main profile and you're getting skins and you're getting guns and you're getting spray paints and everything. I mean... You really can't get runes that'll make your aim better.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: We right, were talking about not, yeah, right. we
0: were talking about that last week uh, or a couple of weeks ago. That uh, competitive play, you know, there's different types. There's either ranking up ca- competitive play, where where the more you play and the more you succeed, the better you can make your character, or real competitive play where. You actually are given all the same tools as everyone else. And the only thing that they're going to give you as you rank up is skins and things like that. Yeah, and that's what I I like about it. I think the only ranking they'll do, besides like giving you your loot boxes and stuff like that, is a ladder, which is what they've done before. Yeah. So, and that's a great way to do it. it And they will give you modes and stuff like that. It's not a complete game. They gave you a beta. Right. No, I don't understand.
2: Yeah. And okay, so that's the the ranked uh, objections I had. The other kind of objections I had to the game were it just seemed like the game modes themselves were extremely shallow. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like they could have went in more of a MOBA direction. Like, imagine this game where there's three lanes that are yeah. happening, and or three objectives simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And you have to choose as a team kind of what objective you want to complete at the time. On top of that, that would be really cool. On top of that, there could have been kind of like environmental things to shoot at not just other people the environments are so fleshed out why not have Camp. kind of a mode yeah where there's like ball, kind of like little guys running at you that you have to shoot for like to charge up your power up mm-hmm. mark what did
0: you think of the game
2: modes uh, see i like see i liked see,
1: i liked, the, I liked uh, tf2 and that so push the cart to the payload and king of the hill and that was really, that was really it. I think.
0: Yeah, that was all I actually played. Yeah,
1: but I think that was all because I mean, even closed beta, it was a lot less than than what you guys were playing. I'm sure because I haven't played the game in a, in a little while. I've been playing it since then, but uh, yeah, no, I like that. I'm totally okay with that. Right. Keeping uh, yeah. making sure that they don't. Uh, and and then it's just not just king of the hill, but uh, just capturing points and moving forward and capturing points, and being able to. I thought some of it because a lot of the a lot of the uh, capture point A, capture point B ended in choke points and it's like, okay we need a fucking miracle or someone who's really good at the game to get through to win, but I don't know how they've nerfed every, anybody since, you know, the open beta came out.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they did any, uh, they did any balance. balancing. I'm sure they did. Really? They a, did. It's a, it's a they definitely game. did. During the just... open beta. Like during Before while we the were, open beta. They're the doing clo- weekly. Yeah, I'm sure the closed beta was all about balancing, all about fixing bugs or whatever would come up, and I'm sure this was stress
2: testing and very little else. But also know. they're looking at the balancing, so if one class is doing Plus, I mean, exceptionally it's, well in this open beta. Yeah, but but
0: I... Okay, they still yeah. But
1: they still uh, nerf and balance characters now in, in open games like Hots right, and of everything, course, yeah. so uh, I mean...
2: Okay, so probably my main issue with the game is this idea. No, the performance needs to be improved. But I look at that if it's ever going to be a competitive eSport, that needs to be improved immediately. Mm-hmm. Actually, what I didn't mention before is that if you if you create a custom game, there's a setting to go up to 60 hertz on your client. So, mm. or 60 tick. So it, okay. you actually can play at a higher fidelity. But it, what what companies can do is their matchmaking service. They, it's cheaper for them to have it at a lower. Yeah, in response. Yeah, in
0: response to all this uh, backlash. Blizzard has released a statement, uh, speaking about how this stuff works and how it's difficult. What was yeah, that statement? Yeah, it's very complicated. Basically?
2: I mean, they they're saying that it's a sixty tick game. Yeah, people are doing serious like analysis on the traffic and trying to figure out exactly. So okay, that's that's for esports. Leaving that aside, I would be very excited to see this get very popular. Sure. From my perspective as a player, I I'm still on the fence if I'm going to buy this game, and here's why: if I can't find five other people to play with. It's really not that fun if mm-hmm. you're jumping into a, a just a pug like an open server.
1: Yeah, that's it, what it, that's how it is with every any mobile game. I think though,
2: right? Well, I mean, I think Heroes of the Storm is fun in a pug. For I me. don't. I don't. It's not as fun, but this game is so much more reliant on communication mm-hmm. than even Heroes of the Storm. I'm I mean, gonna
1: agree with you there, but I it's the same thing. I think it's the same. No, I agree. Any, uh, it's it's a similar title. thing.
2: It's much more fun with the team, but I think this this particular game. Takes it to such a new level. Very few people talk on the PC version. I don't really want to play this game if I'm not in a chat channel with all five other people. Sure. I want to hear. I want to hear call outs. This is one of the main things that happens in Counter Strike and other these team based games when you're playing with a team of people you know. You're like, I died here. There's a tracer. You need good call outs every time you die, and if people aren't in the habit of doing that, it becomes almost just a random. Just, just, just dice roll if you're gonna win.
0: Yeah, just Whereas, like jumping in with a bunch of other strangers who are just there to shoot bad guys. And
2: but they also really they have in-game chat. They have in-game chat, and I'm always in the in-game chat asking if people have mics, and, and no one had mics. Very rarely, people did were just. People have mics.
0: That's the thing about the open paper. People were just jumping in, yeah. you know, just to like try out the game, see what it was like. I think you will obviously see a lot more. Support for people playing together and playing with friends and lobbying and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I I just think that Blizzard knows to do that. You know, they've, they're they the creators of WoW. I would assume that they know that that's a really big pull for not massively multiplayer, but multiplayer video games.
2: What I think is actually one of the most interesting things about this game in terms of our podcast. I mean, this is a game that is uniquely not fun to watch but very fun to play is that true I, just, I, I wouldn't
0: possibly know
2: I really just disla- i mean I I never found the fun in watching this unlike other games uh, I think we're gonna talk more about this next week I would Actually, feel like how, that other would... friend is writing editorial oh. on this exact topic but yeah it just it, it never seemed fun for me to watch it always seemed like there was a lot of downtime or People running from spawn or, or didn't really yeah understand running what from was spawn going-
0: by the way like not spawning like either cooperatively with friends or like in the gist of it like I know one of the characters can create a spawn uh, teleporter. teleporter. that's the ultimate thing. that's the coolest thing Symmetra. no one picks that character
1: Symmetra. and yeah.
0: then I have to run to the objective right. every single time and I'm a terrible player I'm a casual player I loved just jumping in unfortunately not doing chat and stuff like that. Because I treated it like a beta just like everyone else. Right. I just wanted to jump in, try it out. But jumping in and like having to run every single time I die, which was often because I suck, was such a drag. Like that was right. not fun at all. In
2: terms of balancing this game, I think these ultimates are just like ridiculous. Like, I think the ultimate yeah, they're insta-kills. The, the competitive mode that might ultimately emerge will, could have no ultimates, like a final destination version of the game. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I think that is a huge mistake tactically for them to have the ultimates not lose their cooldown like like not reset every time you die the mm. fact that you can yeah, kind that of grind yeah you can just keep through, going yeah. yeah you get your ultimate way too frequently and it ultimately results... not, not for all characters every character when you die can don't lose your the ultimate. ultimate i know yeah. you don't lose your ultimate but, but that, i'm
1: saying it's it's not always not a grind to get it some sure. are harder to get the ulties oh i didn't even obvious. know that I yeah didn't... no it's if you notice like if you play diva and you use your uh, your ulti where you shoot your uh, mech suit forward and yeah. it explodes. You get your ulti faster when you're out of your mech suit and then it comes down and you, and then it works back up to getting blowing up slower to, right, to well, that Particularly bullshit.
0: So <laughs> that's crazy. Like that, because they, because of that mechanic, they can't really nerf the whole keeping your ultimate progression while, after you die? Because
1: if you grind for all that and then you die and then you lose, it's like fuck. I got to do all of this over again. Well, I yeah. mean, it
0: sucks,
2: but at the same time, it's just everyone's just plus. It's also those based on
1: the damage you oh, give and the
2: damage you take. Right. I don't like that. I think it should. Why? Why is it based on the damage you take? It's yeah, like, that's, that's very well, silly to
0: me. It's not silly. It is based on very old mechanics. Like I remember Final Fantasy games that worked like that when you were get your uh, limit break or your overdrive in like uh, games like what's it called? Uh, Final Fantasy X. It was differently based, like either you could choose a static uh, overdrive pulse where you would gain uh, progression in that through uh, through ga- uh, getting damage done to yourself or by doing damage or by doing this or over time. Never like that frequent. Like always, just it going up. And you, when you die, you keep it. It is just I see these dragons and fucking you know roadhog, you chain gun, shotguns all over the place, and Reaper just dancing in front of the, yeah. The Reaper ultimate is too good. Insane. That's almost
2: always the play of the game.
0: Yeah, insane. Yeah, just but play it's so Reaper. easy
2: to counter. How, I how?
1: how do you count you it? Throw a roadhog chain at it and stops him. You shoot. You shoot him at all. I mean and that's, you kill true. Him. that's true. That's I true. true. I did. Yeah, Ro-
0: Re- Reaper. You had said was just insanely OP. I did disagree. Like well, in it my is, first
2: moments of play. it
0: is such a crazy attack uh, mode, but it is also so exposed all the time. So well, I was playing just, as you rogue. can just
2: become invincible at any time. Not invincible. Yeah, like
0: invincible. Oh, that the sprint move. And you, yeah.
1: Oh! You don't get hit during that,
0: but you can't shoot either. Oh, you can't so, you can shoot. Become, so you can just oh, kind of sneak away. Did not know that. I thought that it was yeah, just he, like that's you were what exposed. Makes,
1: have you have you played Reaper? Yeah, I played all. Played all. He little played tricky. always. Little, Reaper is a little tricky. I like I like Junkrat just for the. You could jump, throw the mine down, jump halfway no, across. No, is junk rat, just... Junkrat?
2: rat the character with this goddamn wheel. This is one of the yeah. things that made me so annoyed with the game. I would just be is. playing randomly. And, oh, like oh, this guy had a mo- a missile.
1: Yeah, but don't you just... hear? Don't you hear? Uh...
2: No, I'm not paying attention to like Ryan. That's... Ryan doesn't pay
0: attention to
1: details in video games. See, that's your so problem. There's, a problem. That's sound, there's all sound cues. There's all sound okay, cues. Well maybe I gotta to the when frustrated. you hear when you hear boopy boopy you're like okay Bastion's a tank. I need to be on the lookout for a tank. The game ah. gives you in sound cues
2: for every ah. ulti that's going so, on. Ex- right, but, and, but they just seem regardless of if you know now they're Ryan's coming. To, no, now
0: Ryan's just arguing against them now because he's furious that he didn't realize that in the first place. No, come on. You he know never pays attention
2: to details. I don't well that detail I didn't. <laughs> but it just seems like they're too swingy for the game to be ultimately competitive. Like you just, it's just like in smash with the ultimates. Like I, agree,
0: I agree that the ultimates, yeah, were uh, all, they seemed pretty balanced. Like I didn't have an issue with one person's ultimate being horrifically overpowered. Reaper, I thought for a little while was bad, but I played a lot of Roadhog. So I did realize you can just hook him in mm. and I was on the lookout for Reapers all the time. And I do agree, however, though, that just it's too often and all over the place. There are ultimates just occurring at all times. Uh, So, I don't know, just some balancing issues that I thought they would easily get take care of in the closed beta, because it was on for so long, and that's what Blizzard does. And now that we're at the open beta, which is clearly just a stress test, and is uh, so close to the launch of the game, I'm a little worried that it is too easy, too casual, I agree. Uh, Even for myself, because I am a very casual player, definitely don't play anything too competitively, besides Halo, of course, which is the ultimate
2: competitive yeah. experience I, So I love this mode, but I would also love a mode that was like, you pick the level, you queue into a certain level, the round time's a little longer, like it's like 15 to 30 minutes, and it's like the competitive version of this. Mm. And you kind of go in, and I also want the the kind of um, invention that came from League of Legends, was the idea of banning heroes and also locking in a hero at the yeah, beginning. That, yeah, I can't imagine, really seeing I think this no, is I think that's ultimate.
0: I think ultimately this will be a like a, a casual game like there will be an eSports scene and they'll just always be trying to balance people and people will never be happy with it I think this is they're going for the casual route they marketed this game so ambitiously like they they threw everything out there you know it's in Taco Bell it's in on buses all over the place I it's fucking there's Lamborghinis with overwatch stickers all over it. You know, this this is a marketing masterpiece. People are going to be playing this game on consoles and on PC.
2: So I ultimately think this game could have been a free-to-play game. I think we, co- we kind of didn't discuss. Listeners may not know is that this is a five-year MMO project that Blizzard had going on. First of all, it's their first mm. new IP since 1998. It's true. And they had to, they scrapped the MMO.
0: They scrapped, what was that? It was, it was an Overwatch. Titans
2: or something? Overwatch was it, MMO. That's what it was. Yeah, project then. Titan. And, they said they couldn't find the fun in the game, <laughs> so they said this like class based shooter that they kind of took. The, this was kind of the PvP mode in the MMO.
0: So there you go. That's exactly and what they, they did. Bounced, they found the fun, and they realized like shooter. exactly. And they realized let's just go casual. Let's right. release a sixty dollar retail $40. game.
2: So okay, so if- sixty dollar retail game. Yeah, yeah, 40, 40 on PC where people are going to be playing. Crazy.
0: Did not know that.
2: Yeah. Furious. It's, you can get it for 60 on PC, but that the extra $20 is all just like junk, like Hearthstone skins and like stuff That's like that. That's
0: horrific. I'm, yeah. Although, Hearthstone. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah, actually, now the, I'm excited. The Overwatch,
2: um, which you're going to get the Overwatch <laughs> card back, is probably the coolest one. So right
0: excited. Now. Knew that was coming.
2: Yeah, so I think this could have been a free-to-play game had they built it from the ground up as this and didn't invest so much money in the MMO. Uh, and they would have made money through microtransactions with the skins. I think they would have made a lot of money through that. Mm. All right, but I am actually ultimately excited that I get to pay forty dollars and not have to worry. Cautiously
0: about. excited, you seem, because you're yeah. not ready to pick it up quite right yet.
2: I do want to play it. I want to lock in a few people I know to commit to also buying sure. it, so we have a six person team. I can just that we jump, can jump on. in.
0: Yeah, I can just jump on. I will need people. You know, fucking people. I'll probably play. It works on my PC. I, I'll, I'll wire it in if I need to. If if you have people on, I'll play it for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here at the Screen Watchers. Of course, I am Joey DeClara. Uh, Thank you, Mark. You can find us always on our iTunes podcast or Pocket Casts, wherever finer podcasts are found. Uh, Please visit our page on Facebook, Screen Watchers, of course, one word. And follow us on Twitter at Screen Watchers. Follow us on Instagram at Screen Watchers Games. (laughs) Follow us on Tinder. No Tinder. Follow us. No, uh, we got to
2: make a Tinder account. I mean, that's really important. Unreal. Every good Silly. viral marketing campaign now has a great Tinder account. Thought you were joking about Snapchat. Not People joking.
0: are on Snapchat. People like on Snapchat. IGN is on Snapchat. Literally so. not joking. So IGN Snapchat pleased to be on Snapchat. Snapchat, unconfirmed, still coming.
2: Listen, Mark hasn't heard this yet. We're looking for 120 stars <laughs> on this podcast. We need. For our reviews. Well, you can leave 120 iTunes stars. And then we win the podcast. Like that, that's the whole point. Win. Like that's the end of the podcast. Or really, I mean, it's when we unlock the cannon. That just seems and like an oh. That's yeah. when we can shoot up on top of the studio, and we don't know what's up there. We'll so find out. Mark, we're gonna need Are you, you gonna to go shoot home. up heroin on the studio. No. We're gonna Mark, get in the, you the get cannon. Get the reference.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <I go. laughs>
2: Come on, like fuck
0: you guys. Know, I forgot if you played Mario sixty four because you were an NES SNES child. Anyway, thank you so much. Real really goodbye.